At two o'clock this afternoon, we look back at those who've made this year's top-selling records, including such top of the pops as Michael Jackson, Shaking Stevens, Duran Duran and Lionel Richie. But first, on BBC One, a crash-landing spaceship heralds the arrival of an alien being in this feature film being shown on British television for the first time. Glitterball. <laughs> Okay, I may never be better. It's maybe it now. Um, well, I'm recording. Oh, stop talking shit about you then. Um, do a proper introduction. You do a proper introduction. No, you. Shy. <laughs> Should we do it together? <laughs> do it in unison like a couple of cringy fuckers. Um, welcome to... Oh, no, that's not in unison. No, that isn't. But unison, unison is quite hard. Any musician will tell you. Um, I'll I'll let you take the I'll let you take the floor. Okay. Um, welcome, listeners, to uh, episode twenty three. I think of Can I Pod with Madness, which is. Da, 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 da. Do you want to describe what the podcast is for new listeners? So. Um, in this podcast, we look at old episode. No episode. Oh. In this podcast, we review, look at, uh, read old issues of Kerrang, Metal Hammer, and uh, what was that one you bought the other day? Q Q magazine. Um, and um, we we talk about the stuff that's in there, and it's um, entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. Um, five out of five stars. I uh, pod news. Pod news. Um, I follow someone on Instagram. They follow us. Yeah. And someone asked them what their top five podcasts were. And guess who was one of them? Um, I mean, it can't possibly be this. Yeah, it was this. That's so weird. Yeah, it is weird, <laughs> isn't it? So at least one person's because I, I like to do this pretending that. Um, no one will hear because um, I think frequently I, I come across as a little bit daft. Um, no, adorable. Um, uh, and my I've sung way too much on this uh, for someone who doesn't sing. Um, so um, yeah, well, thank you very much for that person. Um, I'm assuming you will uh, tag them. Uh, yeah, well, I can do. Um, that would be the polite thing to do. <laughs> Rude. Um, so you think you are? What have you been up to? Uh, this, uh, I mean, we've not recorded for a while. We're drinking once. Christmas cocktails. We are drinking Christmas cocktails. That's exciting. And by Christmas cocktails, I mean that they're just red and I bought some rosemary and cranberries and we shoved those in because that means it's Christmas because we've made an effort. Um, I don't know why it sounds so aggressive. I'm, stop telling me I can't drink. Um well, at the time recording, it's 22nd of November, which is Which is Christmas, Christmas. 100% Christmas. 100%. Uh, we've got our tree up. Um, we've had a tree up for a while. Multiple not, trees. Not, um, I'd rather get it up earlier than we did um, because we got it up like the first week of November. But I want two, two full plus months of um, Christmas because that's uh, 
what I like. Um, and so we're drinking Christmas cocktails. And um, I mean, we've done nothing particularly exciting. We are going to uh, hypnotherapy. That's a fun thing to talk about. <laughs> That's quite cool. That's quite metal. Um, That's not what I thought you'd say when I said, what have you been up to? Well, it's quite metal, isn't it? Um, isn't it? Isn't it? If you've listened to Dream Theatre, Scenes from a Memory, Metropolis Part 2, that starts with uh, the hypnotherapy right, session. Exactly. Um, but, you know, normalise looking after your mental health people. Um, so we're doing that. So, yeah. No stigma. Um, other than hypnotherapy, um, what else have we done since we last... Are you, in, are you implying I'm meant to remember something here? Yeah, we did a, a big thing that we did. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, for the Love of Horror? Yes. You mean, right, okay, yeah. So do you want to give us your review of For the Love of Horror this year? Yes. Um, so we went to For the Love of Horror, which is a um, horror convention um, in Manchester, at the Bowlers Arena, Bowlers Centre, Bowlers Exhibition Centre, Bowlers Centre, um, and that is uh, run by Monopoly Events. If anyone wants to look up any of those things, um, Full of Horror is uh, on the Instagram, so you should tag Full of Horror in this because I'm only going to say nice things. Um, so <laughs> we've been going to for the Love of Horror. Um, we went in 2019, not in 2020. Because there wasn't one. Yeah, there wasn't one. And then 21, 22, 23. So being four, four years. And um, it's it's like a, a normal convention where you see celebrities, you can get their autograph, you can get their photograph, you can hear them do talks. There's cosplayers. Um, Lots of cosplayers. Stalls, that kind of thing. Um, and... It's interesting because we we only went to that because we um well actually I don't know I can't remember the series of events we went to for the love of eighties and we were meant to see Jason Patrick at that convention and he cancelled. Jason and Patrick is. I don't need to explain who Jason yeah, Patrick no, you is. Might, you might need to. That's like saying who's still back. Everyone I mean, knows. He's not, he's not that big. Jason Patrick from the Lost Boys, and if you don't know that, then we can't be friends. Um. So he cancelled, um, like sort of last minute, um, at the for the love of eighties. This was years and years and years ago, and then we heard that instead he was going to be at um, for love of horror, which is like their Monopoly's next thing, Mon Monopoly events, and so we went to for love of horror to see him, um, and because they had him, it then sort of started to snowball and they turned it into basically a Lost Boys reunion. And this was in 2019. And they had um, Jason Patrick, um, Kiefer Sutherland, Tim Capello, Jameson Ulander, Billy Worth, Alex Winter, G. Tom Mack. Am I forgetting anyone? I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them. And... Um, yeah, so you could get your photo and autograph for them and there was talks and obviously that was the most amazing thing in the whole wide world. Um, you had a jacket made? I had a jacket made so that it matched Billy Worth's jacket in The Lost Boys because um, he's my favourite. <laughs> um, 
And imagine if your favourite was Alex Winter, you'd have had to get that like weird embroidered. Really hard. That would be really hard to <laughs> yeah. do. That cost a lot more um, to get sorted. Have you I think. seen anyone with a Alex Winter? Jacket? I think I have. Yeah, I have a vague memory that first time. There's a. Um, you should um, look up Jamieson Newlander. He is um, one of the Fog Brothers from Lost Boys. The and one that isn't Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Corey Feldman. Uh, did not attend because um, uh, he didn't attend. Um, but uh, Jameson Newlander's got a YouTube. He's actually got Instagram as well, so we should tag the Instagram. But he's because then you can find the YouTube channel easier. But on his YouTube channel, he's doing episodes where he goes around to revisit the Lost Boys um, sets, and um, in it, he meets someone who's made who joined lockdown because she was bored in Santa Carla and made the four jackets um, and he tries them on and she says that Alex Winters was the hardest one right, to do. Right. That's where this long-winded it's story super, was going. It's super like, elaborate, that one, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, it's very... Um, all, it's, it's, there's a lot going on. But so, um, yes, For the Love of Horror is obviously... Um, we really enjoy it. Um, one thing we always say is like it's a bit like Disney World in that it's entertaining and it's fun and everyone's really nice. And Just normally more, more when, fake blood. Yeah. Normally when you mix with the general public, <laughs> uh you don't always have a very pleasant experience. You know, if people are there to sort of <clears throat> you know, they're there for the what whatever they want out of it, you know, they're not normally concerned. But the weird thing about Full of a Horror is everyone is really nice and everyone's really nice. Like you constantly bump into people because it's really busy and it's crowded and, you know, people are walking around and people have bags and cosplayers and stuff. But every single person you accidentally bump into is very, very nice. And all the cosplayers are really nice and really friendly. and um, Super happy to have you take their photos yeah. and pose with you and stuff. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um. And, like, you don't even have to, like, love horror. Like, it's just, like, because we take my mum along and she, we forced her to watch, like, Lost Boys. And that's probably, like, the only horror she's watched, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, But she has a really good time. Yeah. And I remember once when we took her and she was talking about watching a, we were off getting photos or autographs of someone and she was watching a, the talk with, uh, is it Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder, yeah. Um, and she was telling me all about that afterwards. And like, they just they make it really in- it's really interesting, regardless of um, your interest. Really. Yeah, it's it, you if you've got an interest in film, basically, you get you get to hear. But all even sorts just of good stories. The, these people are um, the ninety nine point nine percent of the guests they have there are very. Um, happy to be there and it shows and it comes across when they're talking and it's nice to see people appreciate that people have come out just to see them and they're excited and they're you know grateful and it's it's just a very pleasant experience Mm -hmm. so um if you if you do like horror you can commute to uh, manchester for either one or two days in october next year i'd suggest you go um, and what was your favourite bit this year? Seeing Billy Worth, was obviously. It? Obviously. Not, not Kiefer Sutherland. Well, yeah, we saw Kiefer Sutherland as well. We um, 
we got his autograph, met him. He is a ridiculously polite gentleman. He is <laughs> insanely polite. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it has to be Billy Worth, doesn't it? He's got long hair now. He's your favourite. Your favourite. He's got long hair. He's grown his hair. Um, yeah, no, mad. Um, but on the, the first time when we went to see him in 2019, I I asked a question. Uh, <laughs> I we always uh, talk about this, um, but so I obviously you can you know they they have their questions. They have someone on the stage asking questions, but the audience is then invited to ask their you know in my case lame questions. But um, I was so like I've never been more nervous than the two days we were there for that thing. Like in my whole life, I, that took years of my life. But um, I, I asked a question to Billy Worth, and they gave me a microphone. And in there, the acoustics are really weird; like it's it's everything's very loud and quite echoey. And then when they give you the microphone, when I started to speak, you can suddenly hear you you, you hear yourself over loudspeakers more than out of your mouth, which is a really weird experience when you're suddenly talking in front of you know potentially a thousand people. And I'm not an outgoing person, so the you know the I was motivated to ask him a question, and that made me forget for a second. Do you actually want to stand up in front of people and ask a question? But um, and I was so nervous, and I thought I was going to rush my question that I thought I'll slow my voice down, but accidentally slowed it down to a level that I just sounded like I was stoned or something. And Can you do an impression of yourself? Hi, Billy. Like, that's how I start, and I and and I, I can. I, oh God, it was just the it was the worst. I I on my deathbed will cringe about this. It was the worst thing. I like it came up after that James. I was watching that James Newlander YouTube thing, and it came up 2019. Yeah. And I thought I can't. I can't watch it because. It, if if I'm on there saying my stupid question in my stupid voice, like. Oh, goodness me, it I, was cringy. I don't um, think it was as bad as you think it is. I think we've probably embellished it in a comical way since then, but it wasn't good, was it? It wasn't I did, It wasn't good. I was, like, dead serious, and, like, I didn't, I didn't sort of smile at him, and I think it just, it just came across really, like, I have a resting bitch face at the best of times, but if you put me in a situation, like, so 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 nervous unbelievably nervous and like like the entire day I just didn't eat or drink um at all because I was too nervous and then you know I've got to ask a question I don't have to ask a question I want to ask a question but um oh god it was embarrassing so embarrassing and sometimes you just you know you you sort of sit in there and you sort of your mind drifts to like you know, human centipede or tusk or something, and you just, you know, you find yourself. Oh God, he's still spoiler. He's still out there being a walrus or whatever. But sometimes my mind wanders to hi Billy, and I just think, oh, good God, and like you, you know, you die a little bit inside. You know, like if you called your teacher mum or something, it's that level of um, oh God. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's it but i think the upshot is go to the love for the love of horror if if nothing else look it up because they do a podcast as well yeah so they do um um like a live on instagram 
think it's every week, every Wednesday, I think it is. And um, that might not be accurate, so check. But um, they do a live podcast where they talk about horror stuff and you know stuff coming out and obviously on the lead up to full of a horror they'd be talking about stuff coming up there and afterwards um but yeah check it out neil hibbert and um uh two others i can't remember <laughs> the names have just escaped me as i've started talking just look look for for the love of horror full of a horror um yeah we we met a guy who has a i guess it's a stall and he's mm. attempting to recreate the comic shop scene. Yeah. In no, Lost yeah. Boys, so he, yeah, he had a, a, like, you'd think that's a fool's errand because it was a real comic shop. It was yeah. a real working comic shop. So he's studied every single frame of the movie when they're in that comic shop. And he's tried to buy up every issue. So everything is from like 1986 and before. And he's still stuck on a few things that are just sort of slightly blurred or slightly obscured. And he showed me a couple of things that he was trying to identify, and it sort of broke my brain. And I've not really been able to think of anything since then. Well, you should. He's on Instagram. He isn't. He, it's the Lost Frog Comics. Right. So you should um, obviously mention that, but tag it, but tag it in Instagram. Um, but we we implore any of our listeners who know anything about comics, or know anyone who knows anyone anyone. <laughs> About comics. So just have a look at these two images. And one of them is probably isn't a comic, it's a magazine because it's in between two like Battlestar Galactica publications. So that's like late 70s. And the other one is sort of looks like a gold key comic from the early 60s or something, but like maybe not because the graphic, you know, it's really blurred. But like there's some weirdo, and I say weirdo with love because I'm a weirdo, but there's some weirdo out there who will instantly be able well, to... Well, there's someone who's just seen it, and they'll be like, is that? I've seen it. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. He said he was stuck on one, and he showed it to me, and I was like, I said, oh, it looks like the Phantom. And he was like, no, no, it's the Blue Beetle. And the Blue Beetle and the Phantom wear pretty much the same costume. Like, take, the, take you, know, that. you know, the original Blue Beetle. But, uh, yeah, so look... Yeah, go and, go and have a look. He was a um, very lovely guy. And, yeah, um, and he's sort of recreated some of the props, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he, the, um, the we did loads. He did the stereo with the um, arrow through it from, yeah. you know, um, and he had he's made the kite and he had, uh, there was a take-out thing full of, like, fake worms and there was the bobblehead that Grandpa has in his car. There was Windex. Um, if you don't watch... Don't watch Lost Boys. I say like it's if you don't watch Lost Boys frequently. Um, <laughs> but um, the, and what else was there? Was there, there were, obviously he had the um, vampires everywhere. Um, oh yeah, the comic. He had a yeah. steak. Um, yeah, he might have. Yeah, I think he had other stuff. But um, yeah, so um, a very passionate person. Well, that's, who, a, uh, that's a Lost Boys fan. I thought you were the biggest Lost Boys fan, but no, that guy is. Not He's um, we recreated the jacket. You yeah, recreated. I paid someone to recreate the jacket. Yeah, yeah does that, did that whole look. He had the the flag and stuff. Yeah. Necklace. Yeah, earring. Made the earring. I made the earring. Yeah. Um, I should have worn that. I don't know why I didn't wear that this time. Wear it next. Um. But uh, yeah, so um, 
in some way go and uh go to for the love of horror but in if you do want to go to the love of horror you do need to think about buying tickets now for next october because they actually sell out um because it's very popular and i think on the first day that they sold tic- they sell tickets as soon as the last one's been which was in november um and it's october next year but um they sold like four thousand tickets like the next day so um, do they have any tickets left over for on the door or is it all i don't know free? i don't i'm not sure but i'd say if you're going to make the effort to go you need to guarantee don't you so yeah <clears throat> i'd say buy a ticket and well, they're not it's not astronomical it's um no. 30 quid i think for one day yeah um so something like that um but yeah i'd suggest going Ooh. saw someone dressed up as freddy krueger in a tux didn't we <laughs> That was good. Um, what else did we see? Mr. Krampus. We forgot to get a photo of we, Krampus. Yeah, we saw a Krampus, yeah. He was really good Krampus as well. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to watch Krampus. That's a Christmas film. Can't wait to watch Krampus. Um, I think there's some other Christmas horror Gremlins. movies coming up. Oh, well, there's that. Bloody Christmas, is it? Bloody, have I made that? Well, there's Violent Night. Violent, that's... With... I've, I made my own title apparently there. I feel like there's another bloody, one. Bloody Bloody Christmas. <laughs> a very good one there. I bet I bet you there's a film called Bloody Christmas. I'm we gonna should, I'm gonna Google it. Bloody Christmas like a, film. A British one called You Bloody Christmas. Oh, it's only Bloody Christmas again. Bloody Bloody Christmas film. Don't be anything dodgy. Um Oh, there's Christmas, Bloody Christmas, and that's a 2022 film. Okay. Legit modern. Um, oh, it's got that. It's got that Abraham Ben Ruby, and I know. Why do I know his? Why do I know that guy's face? Why do I know him um, without clicking into him? I think you're gonna have to click into. Oh him. no, I know him. He and he plays Santa. Um. What films has he been in? I'm on the night train. He's in a film called Night Train. Um, and George of the Jungle. ER. Is he now? Do Am I thinking of that? Miss Congeniality 2. Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Um, This is not interesting. Friend. Twister. Is he Twister? He's in something called The Great Santa Rescue. This guy likes Christmas. Yeah, who doesn't? Eh? 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 Um, um, on goodhousekeeping.com, they've got 40 best Christmas horror movies. I don't know why it's on Good Housekeeping. Um, it's a Wonderful Knife. That's pretty good. That's coming this year. No, that's just Christmas, Bloody Christmas. So the Christmas, Bloody oh, Christmas bloody, is here. Bloody Christmas film trailer. No, that's Christmas, Bloody Christmas. So, what this is telling us is we should make a film called Bloody Christmas. Um, I mean, I imagine our plot is going to be similar to Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. I mean, um, there's loads here that I've never heard of. Go on. Mother Krampus. 
Krampus. Krampus is brilliant. If, if you haven't watched Krampus, um, it's brilliant. 13 Slays Until Xmas. Red Snow. Oh. Silent Night 2021. Um, Kira Knightley. Violent um, Night. Silent Night. Yeah, lots to, lots to get your teeth into. Lots to get your teeth into. Well, um, yeah. Watch Krampus. But yeah, I think the point was that um, there was someone called Krampus. No, someone called Krampus. Oh, learning how to talk. Um, um, there was some dressed up as Krampus and um, lots of dressed up as stuff. No, I don't mean who else was just. Well, there was stuff. like sort of fucked up Teletubbies. Oh, yeah. Who just looked a bit too disturbing. Uh, I saw a Mr. Boogie from. Yeah, he did. He was brilliant. Um, there was, um, yeah, just. There was a really good guy just up as a vampire, wasn't there? Yeah, like a Lost Boys vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. He, it was like so – it was so good and it was so subtle. Like he um, he just – it was just like he he was in a set and he just wandered off set. Yeah. And he'd obviously just done it himself, but it was amazing. Um, but, yeah, my God, he, he was good, yeah. really good. Um, ten, 10 out of 10. Well done. Well done, that person. Um. Yeah. There you go. So, I think we need to take more pictures next time because I didn't have a lot of pictures I could share. There are those killer clowns. Yeah, there's killer, killer clowns clown on that space, and um, yeah, we've got lots of photos of them. So, do you want to talk about finish blowing for the love of horror? Yeah. Talk about sucking someone else off. Around. Oh right, yeah. Did you read Right, so what I've got this week, uh, so I've got Kerrang! number 57. It's the Christmas issue from 1983. Okay, the front cover does not look Christmassy. They've or not even made... Does it look Christmassy? Because do you remember... I mean, do I mean it doesn't. Do you want to describe this cover? Oh, I mean, it's red and green, I guess. The text is red and green, and that's where the Christmas ends. Or what's the Christmas connection? Look at the lights. I mean... Oh, God, are you really... Do you really no, mean no. Right. Oh, right. Oh, if you've read The Dirt and if you've seen the film The Dirt, you'll know that one of the names that Nikki Six wanted to call oh, the crew right. was Xmas. Right. Or Xmas. Can you saw the Christ imagery and shit? <laughs> That's a quote from The Dirt. Don't at me. And so it's, hi there, I'm Christmas. <laughs> well, that's not a quote from the... Dirt. That's a quote from actual Vince Neil when he's in a hot tub on the back of a um, car, I think, driving through Vegas. He's with some attractive young in, ladies. He's in a hot tub with two girls, like on the back of a truck. And he's there's a quote from that. That's on, a, I think, Top 10 Stadium Rock or Top yeah. 10 Hair Metal or something. Yeah. So we've watched that clip a lot, haven't we? But, um, um, so yeah. it is indeed Motley Crue okay. on the cover. Yeah. Uh, not terribly Christmassy, but they, I mean, 
that's a very Motley Crue picture. It's Motley Crue being very Motley Crue. Yeah, that's what you want. Um, working on the chain gang, the rock steady crew. Uh, also in this issue, ACDC, yes, ZZ Top, Savage, Brian May, and Sean Hagar. So I think I've annotated this issue. Um, yeah, so there's a feature about Brian May recording his version of the Starfleet theme song, which okay. I think we did talk about at one point, didn't we? Um, but you never watched Starfleet. No, I did not. It was uh, a space puppet show. Well, everyone wants a space puppet show, don't they? Well, it was like, like Thunderbirds, but it's sort of anime. But I can highly recommend... Uh, Brian May's Starfleet project. Uh, I think he's just re-released it. Well, I mean, speaking of, before we skip past Motley Crue, although I know we're going to go back on him. There is a Motley Crue feature. Um, the 40th anniversary edition of Shout of the Devil um, can be purchased. Um, it's hello expensive, but, you know, you, you get you get stuff for it. So 160 quid. Okay. But you get like one, two, we can, I think there's a Ouija board from the looks of it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether they're a couple of vinyls, um, some CDs, um, some other stuff. Yes, you get quite a bit for it. So, um, so forty years. Forty years. So yeah. that's eighty-three. So this is, it's this year. Like, shout of the devil would have been the current crew album. Band member tarot cards, <laughs> devil candle holder. Um, it's pretty cool. This is in their Satan period. I saw. Well, I saw Nikki Six was obviously talking about this. On Instagram, and I saw someone saying something like, It's so disappointing that you've got the devil fixed. It's like, What's the album? <laughs> they changed that, they've changed the entire album. Oh, what, shout at the you know, they're shouting police. out the devil, they've got they've been through this, they've explained it, they're shouting out the devil. <laughs> Come on, Tipper Gore, wind your neck in. God, she does not <laughs> like the song Bastard. If you listen to our last episode, she's not a fan. <laughs> Uh, tipper <laughs> yeah tipper uh so this article he's talking a bit about queen they were close to breaking up they're probably... a vegan you know is I'm he not surprised yeah um well he loves badgers he does he? and um yeah mainly badgers isn't it badgers and space <laughs> they're his main things <laughs> Well, who doesn't? Um, yeah, no, he's super into animal rights, isn't he? Every time I see yeah. him on Instagram, he's... Uh, he's a good guy, isn't he? Yeah, he seems all right. He's a good guy. You know. um, I've got a quote here from Brian. Yeah. In 83. After all the fights, we still tend to come up with things that have been through the sieve and are worthwhile because of all the fighting. Uh, we still care. I think our new album is damn good, much better than anything we've done in a while. I mean, he would say that, wouldn't he? Yeah, you'd hope he'd say, well, yeah, you want someone to be positive about their next project. 
it's going to be called The Works, and it really is. There's all the Queen trademarks, lots of production arrangements and harmonies. I'd hope it's got arrangements. You can't really have an album without any arrangements. <laughs> We've just turned up. We've all gone freestyle, jazz, funk. We've experimented a lot in the past, and some of the experiments didn't work. Our last album was one big experiment, and a lot of people totally hated it. What was the last album? Uh, I think he's talking about Hot Space. What was on Hot Space? Um, that was like their disco album. That's the one where you probably don't know any of the songs from it. I mean, really? Under Pressure's on it, but it's got like, do you know the song Body Language? Sing it. It's. Oh, you always do. Just get over yourself and sing it. I, I, I can't. I don't really. I can only vaguely remember it. It's it's like sort of disco-y, but sort of. Sing it. <laughs> I don't know. It. I don't know the song Body Language, but I've seen the video and it's, you know, it's just, you know, didn't make it on the greatest hits. You know what I mean? Right, but not everything can. No. But, um, yeah. I've got the. Um, I've got the Hot Space Tour on DVD, which is that one at Milton Keynes. I think you bought me that. And it's a really good show. Um, I think he's got Dragon Attack on it. Do you know the song Dragon Attack? Sing it. Well, it's it's just a bass. Like, it's just... No. Slow down, something's happening. Do down on my way. So, uh, <laughs> um, look up Dragon Attack. Okay. It's actually fucking ace, but I think that album is generally thought to be a bit bad. So okay. they were about to release the works, which is, uh, I mean, you'll be aware of uh, Radio Gaga, and um, yes. I want to break free. They're they're on the works. I like how you explain these to me. Like, I I want to break free. Um, what 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 are your feelings on? I want to break free. Good feelings. Do you have any personal connection to I Want to Break We learnt it on drums. The first song we learnt, wasn't it? I, there's a, a part of I Want to Break Free that I really like. There's one one little part. Which Um. Well, I can't sing it. Well, which, um, you're asking me to sing fucking asking, body language and yeah. don't even know how it goes. That's Should we have a bit of body language? Um, and then Dragon Attack, and then you can tell me which bit of... Want to break free? You like? I think it's just the bit that goes. Um, look at Corey Feldman coming up on your YouTube. I mean, I've, I've, t- I've typed body language. Corey Feldman is that Gene Simmons? Queeb and Darth Vader. That God, that is so you. <laughs> Queen Kiss, Gene Simmons. I know Gene Simmons is in Kiss, but it was. Share the joy this Amazon. And uh, Corey Feldman, you're obsessed with Corey Feldman. <laughs> I mean, we, we. Speaking of vegans, Corey Feldman's a vegan. We should do a show about Corey Feldman, or is that bullying? Um, I think he would think it was bullying, and it wouldn't. It's like the bonfire that we've um, previously spoken about, the, the um, podcast called The Bonfire. They, they talk about Corey Feldman a lot. And. What they obviously keep reiterating is that they're, they're actual fans. They watched Corey Feldman growing up, and it's just that he's a funny guy. So some it's not, of his you peculiar. know, like some of. So it's hard to sort of talk about him and it not sound like you're taking the piss, but you're not taking the piss. Um, you know, he's just a eccentric guy. All right, let's have a bit of body language. 
Oh, hello. Cheeky. What's I mean, it's, it looks like quite a sexy video. It's very sexy. What I'm getting from this instantly is there's lots of nakedish bodies together and now someone's unzipping their trousers. Skip forward, is it a chorus? Fucking hope so. Better than any single I've ever released. I mean, if you remember the <laughs> film Bohemian Rhapsody where he goes to lots of gay clubs, I think it's that, it's that period. I want to feel heat and the body's moving, you know, that, yeah, that whole yeah. bit. It was, I thought about Bohemian Rhapsody today. Which bit? I don't remember, but... Villainy. <laughs> it's a very good film. <laughs> yeah, great film. All right, shall we have Dragon Attack? Uh, yeah. You You might know this. Because they did play it live. Um, oh, live in Montreal. Oh, Hammond to Four came on at work today. I mean, How you like you like Hammond to Four. Yeah, is Hammond to Four that's on what, the works? I think that's what reminded me because he's, he's in that outfit, isn't he? When he's sitting in that um, hey hey, hey uh, version. Um, yeah, man on the prowl. No, I think it's on the one after that. Oh no, Hammer's Fall. There you go. It's on the works. There you go. Because he looks like that in when he's singing it live, doesn't he? Yeah. It's good riff. It's got a good riff action. Greatest hits either, but yeah, Hammer to Fall is good. Uh, yeah. We don't, and this I know that this isn't Queen, and I've not gone crazy. We don't need another hero came on on my drive to work this morning. I mean, that's a fucking that's a good that's a good song. that's a good drive to work, isn't it? It and was fucking brilliant. How does that relate to For the Love of Horror? It relates to For the Love of Horror because I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, because Tim Capello, the sax guy from For the Love of Horror. <clears throat> because Tim Capello, the sax guy from The Lost Boys, played saxophone on Tina Turner songs, a lot of them, and he played it on We Don't Need Another Hero. And um, during lockdown, when we couldn't go for, to for, for the love of horror, it's uh, hard to say, um, you could, um, like a cameo, uh, pay to have Tim Capello give you a message. So we did that. And... Um, Asked him to sing a bit of We Don't Need Another Hero. Yeah, he 
he sang that and uh, that was really good wasn't he it? um we we saw it and we thought oh should we just fucking do it like mm -hmm. life's too short let's just do it and as we were doing that your mum was also doing it so yeah. we have two messages two messages hello um yeah he's a good guy he's a good guy he's yeah, a really he's good, good guy dude. everyone from the lost boys is um but everyone's um like i mean yeah let's go back to some of the lost boys um so when they're on the stage and they're talking, obviously, like Billy Worth is a, um, how, how would you put it? Sexy. Um, <laughs> I mean, you fancy him. Hell, hell, who doesn't? Come off. You do too. Um, he is like a pure soul. Like he is, his, you can sense his positive aura just being around him. He's got a very, um, uh, uh, yeah, something about him, isn't there? Yeah, he's quite. He's you know, he's, gentle. He's, he's he's very friendly and yeah. You know, some people are you know polite and nice when they meet you, but some people have it radiating from their very soul, and he's got it radiating from his soul. I mean, if you were to run off with anyone, oh, it's going to be him, and you're gonna I'm, you're gonna not even be mad. I mean, I'd be mad, but you like, would, you, I mean, you could do a lot worse. <laughs> you you could come with us. Um, well, like be a, we'll, be a cuck. <laughs> we'll just we'll live on a farm, a sanctuary. We'll all have a sanctuary, and I'll be just live my best life. Um, and then so, so that's him. And then um, Jason Patrick seems like a very nice guy. Um, he seemed in a better mood he, this time. He yeah, seemed in a bit of a in in 2019. Romp. I think he was jet lagged, and I think he <laughs> it you know. We all have our off days. Um, not that he was bad or rude. He wasn't rude at all. And he wasn't, you know, it's just it, when someone seems tired and it's, um, but this time he, he was like on top form. He was having a laugh. He was enjoying everything. So, and Alex Winter is like amazing at these talks. Like he's so good at it. He just talks and he's really interesting and he's got, he's a professionally just, He's he's a good storyteller. He well, sort of knows he, how to conduct himself. Yeah, he he's makes just he makes documentaries now, so you can sort of tell he's. Got you can that. really tell. Yeah, he's like a um, he's really really point. good. He yeah. really expresses himself well. Yeah, and um, Tim Capello wasn't there this time because he was ill, but he was meant to be. But he is, um, one of these people again. Just I think a lot of them there are just very grateful that people are still talking about Lost Boys that many years later and appreciating it. Um, Laddie, I forgot Laddie. Oh, I knew yeah. that. Oh, you dick. Chase. Uh, Chance Michael Crawford. Chance Michael Crawford. And uh, he, he was there. I'm so sorry. Because actually I've got a photo of them all individually and a group photo. And me and his photo looks like we're a couple more than anyone else's. You know, because you look at these things and you think, well, which one which one am I going to end up with? <laughs> and apparently it's Laddie. Um, we look like a couple. And I mean, granted, I'm maybe holding him a bit, you know. but <laughs> You're holding him a bit too tight for his comfort. <laughs> He's eight. Go check it out. He's he. We look like it looks like you know we've had a couple's photo, doesn't it? I mean, he was very young. I wish film, he... me and Billy Worst's photo was us as a couple, but how old is he then? 
Is he um, not your age? Oh no, no, he would have been older than you. But... Uh, well, let's have a let's have a look. I wonder why he didn't come back actually, because I think he, uh, Chance Michael Corbett, he is um, born in seventy six. What's that making? Okay, so he's four years younger than me. He's forty seven. Right, so yeah, probably me and him are close to an age, close aren't we? Close to an age to you and me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, in just photo terms, me and him have made the best couple. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. No, he, um, they, they were all basically all I'm trying to say is they're all very nice. I've forgotten why I started talking about this other than talking about the Lost Boys again. Just Lost Boys, isn't it? But, um, yeah, just Lost Boys. When I was watching those videos this morning, um, I thought, oh, we need to watch it again because it has been a while. Because I know every time I say it, it's been a while since we watched it, and you go, <laughs> and then you go, you say something stupid like, we watched it recently, and then it was like a year or something, and I want to divorce you. But um, we haven't watched it recently. We went. Uh, Tim Capello <laughs> usually plays, I can't believe, I still think yes, live. Yes, he does. He? he plays, I still believe, live. Think- and the last time was great because. Um, he taught everyone the star dance moves because <laughs> obviously, you know, if you're a fan of Lost Boys, and if you're not, um, just just try it, just watch it. Like it's only an hour and a half. Like if you hate it, you can go, "Ooh, I hated it," but you know, you might just love it. Like you might love it. Just try it. I'm not going to suggest something well, this rubbish. Do you know what? But you, I you, did. Yeah, you were resentful. Yeah, you, no, not, I, you, I wasn't you, resentful. <laughs> you I, thought... I always assumed I'd hate it. Yeah. I hated teen movies and, and, like, I think I'd seen a little bit of it. I always thought, loved I'm it, just FYI. Into fucking, I don't like vampires. I don't like teenagers, teenage vampires. Oh. But... Um, Imagine all the years you've missed out. Yeah, I watched it with you and it really is fucking brilliant and it's... Like lightning in the bottle. You sort of wish there was stuff like it, but there isn't. And they made a couple of sequels, but the, like not great. Um, yeah, there's something about all those people. Every bit of that film is brilliant. Yeah. There's no scene that's boring. There's no scene that drags. Like in, in so many films, most films, there'll be a scene where you think, you know, yeah, you know, like, you know, I don't know, pick any film. Don't pick Star Wars. <laughs> But like, um, you know, like in any any film you you like, there's always going to be a scene where you're like, I could nip out and make a cup of tea here. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Even if it's just just a minute, or I'm going to nip out and get Chris from the kitchen while this is like, you're not too fussed about it. But there's not a single scene like that in Lost Boys. Not a single one. Not a single like it's all killer, no filler. It's- like it's. All killer no filler right from the beginning there's until the end. A lot like of it films does where not you would change up. one or two things, but there's nothing in that. Nothing. Like there's nothing in that that doesn't work. Nothing. Um, I mean, if you're not on board with it, because it, it's sort of funny, but it's sort of dramatic at the same time, and it's a sort of family story. Like the two brothers are, are like, uh, well, Sam and Michael. <laughs> 
can't believe you. I mean, they say, I think there's a thing about how, like, should we see how many times they say Michael yeah, in the last four years? That's what confused me. It's just they say Michael so much. How but many times? Their relationship as brothers is really, really well, like, the acting of that is really, really good. And obviously, you've got the Frog Brothers which is more like a kind of kid movie, but then you've got the actual Lost Boys themselves, more like a teen movie. And there's all these sort of different plot lines and threads running through it. And the music's really, really good. It's it's very 80s. They say, Michael, 118 times right. in the Lost Boys. And that's just, you know, we could take the word for it. They could take it more than that. Uh, 118. So welcome to the Lost Boys uh, podcast. Did you watch the YouTube videos? Uh, not today. Oh. I will do. I'll put no, it on the, that's not I'll okay. Put, I'll put it on the playlist. What are you doing? Stop pretending you're working. <laughs> well, wait, like, your ears don't work while you're working. I what was, typing makes your ears stop I working? I was working. Yeah, good. Um, but I did watch a video. I left at eight this morning. You had a full hour. I watched a video about Darth Vader's helmet and how it's different in every movie. Right. That's... That's valuable research yeah no to be fair that's interesting that is interesting yeah but it's not the video i sent you to watch which is about 10 minutes i will watch the jameson newlander video um all right so we should we look at a bit more Well, I saw this funny reel that said something like, um, a few years ago when I was making fun of Disney adults and saying I genuinely don't get it and now it's my whole personality <laughs> and I feel like that's that's us. It's, it's taken over. But so what? Oh, my God. Like what? I'm giving into the magic? Oh, it's a zoomie. <laughs> what? I'm happy and liking magic. <laughs> like a mouse. and Sure, it'll get over it. <laughs> If you uh, want to hear more about Disney, <laughs> uh, refer to our last no, podcast like, and the one before no. that. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, I, I thought you said Kerrang and you've been talking for about an hour and you, you've you you've mentioned that Motley Crue on the front cover and I could have probably guessed that. <laughs> yeah, it's Motley Crue in 83 rather than Motley Crue Who's it going to be? Is it Axel? Is it Motley Crue? Let's wait and see. Uh, so, also in this magazine, ZZ Top. Nice. God, they look young there. <laughs> look at those young men. Look I mean, at those babies. All the way back in 83. As um, if they were ever young. Look at them. They've got the lyrics to Sharp Dressed Man. And I've never seen, like, lyrics in Kerrang! before. Like, that's like a, that's sort of a smash, smash hits, hits yeah. thing, isn't it? But, yeah, they were printing lyrics back then. Wow. Um. But yeah, there's an interview with uh, the lads from uh, I Top. I like that they've used like the Western font there. In case you weren't aware that <laughs> CZ Top were No, not um, from these parts. The good old boys. From Texas. Oh no, wait, no, wait, stop. Is good old boys a bad thing to say? <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay. I don't know whether it was offensive to someone, but um yeah, they've used the like wanted poster <laughs> yeah. font. What's I mean, it called? That Fun- frontier is it called I think frontier? It's probably called Western. Or is it? No, it's not called. Is it called frontier? I'm sure it's called. It's not called wanted, is it? It will be something like that. Oh my god! Welcome to the font. <laughs> We've talked about fonts before. 
<laughs> we but, have I mean, because then, I've made a comment about us talking about fonts. Back then they wouldn't have had the same fonts. We these aren't digital fonts. These come off it. These, these are, are fonts. cut out of a letter set. This is pen down on an acorn, and that are the same fonts. Because I remember making a a poster for the Lost Boys from pen down back when um, you had an acorn computer. Pen down was the acorn equivalent of Word, and uh, shout out to all my pen down OGs. Um, and uh, I created a poster, I think using that and clip out, probably. Um, oh, I mean, do you remember clip out when it was really funny black and light white um line drawings? Um, you know, I miss those because now clip art's like quite good, isn't it? It's like it's all right, but they used to be really comical, uh, like comic drawings. Like, I mean, I've never really, no, used... no, 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 you do remember. I mean, if but, you showed me some, I'd, I'd remember, yeah, it. like you'd, I can't remember, I, I remember finding them really funny and then they made them good and ruined it for everyone, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so back to my point, I made a, I say a post, it was an A4 print. Of of our home printer, of and it just said, um, uh, "Who wants to know?" Michael wants to know, and it had bats on from clip art because obviously you couldn't just get a Lost Boys poster. Everyone, that wasn't a thing. Um, oh, it is not frontier. No, I've got Final Frontier. What about? Is it West? Is it called Western? That's so boring. It can't be called Wanted because that seems a bit. Um. It's a bit western. It's not uh, quite. It's I mean, not quite that, is it? Well, try try wanted. It'll be something like that. Or saloon. Cowboy saloon. Is it saloon? Oh God! Tune in for all the hot news. <laughs> it's not saloon. It's, it's not. It's no, it's not. Hell rider. No, it's not. Um, it's not cowboy. It's none of those. I mean, you all know it. I don't even know why we're talking about this. It's cowboy. the wanted. Yeah, it's it's the it's the wanted poster font. You know. Oh my God! Okay, let's so let's move on. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a quote for you here from the lads in ZZ Top. Yeah, about pen down and they come. Okay, I mean, so they're being interviewed by David Sinclair. Uh, we have a girl. We have a group called Girl School who do a version of Tush. Have you heard it, Dusty Hill? No, I've never heard their version. Um, what do you think of an all-girl group doing that song? which is about chasing pussy, Dusty Hill. I think it's great. we got very little shit about that song. You know, people keep asking us, do you get criticised for singing these chauvinistic lyrics? Very little, except on one occasion this guy said, how can you write songs that make women look like this? And I said, hey, man, a girl could sing that song just as easy as I do. Uh, Frank Beard, easier considering the high key it's in. Uh, so I did look up um, Girl School doing Tush, and yeah, it's great. Sure is. Fucking ace. I mean, it'll be a. It's, it's going to be at my funeral, isn't it? No. Balinese. Balinese is your funeral song. <laughs> you can have. You can have the best of ZZ. <laughs> I'll just have. Everyone's got to come just as a cowboy with a big beard, um, for no reason. I drive up on pickup trucks. I'll get dropped off on a pickup truck. I'm going to die on my own, and I'm going to force strangers to do this. I'm going to force like. Funeral home people, they better do it because I I will be a cantankerous ghost otherwise. Um, 
cowboy hats, beards. Well, speaking about this, is people will be at your, their funeral dun, going. Dun, 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 dun. Did you like westerns? Did you like cowboys? I don't dun, remember dun, ever dun, talking dun. about cowboys. Got, no, but ZZ Top made bangers. That'll be just, that'll be my order of service. They'll open it up. It'll have a nice photo of me in the front. It won't because I'll be pulling a face. And <laughs> inside, it'll just, have, just say they had bangers. Um, dun, so dun, question dun, dun. you'll open it up like one of those birthday cards that sings to you but it'll be me going dun, 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 for like 10 hours straight <laughs> welcome to my funeral <laughs> okay but that is touch again oh yeah I saw ball in heat so on a recent television program you were compared to status quo mm. what was your comment on that <laughs> Frank Beard. Status quo. Well, I've never seen the band at all. Then we saw them last night on a TV show about 25 years at the marquee. Um, and they look like if you didn't have hair down to here, points to chest, then you didn't get to be in a band. They look like pretty good players. We just saw one song from 72. It was a shuffle. And from that small piece, I saw that the comment seems correct because they look fairly good players that like to play shuffles. Wow. That's like a, they turned up. <laughs> They participated award, isn't it, that? I don't know. They anything. existed. Well done. Yeah. No. I don't know anything about... Sorry. What do they do? If they dress up like women, I'm offended. But from, oh. from that one piece of film I saw, they seem like a good band. They're wrong. <laughs> but um, So who would you say the British equivalent of ZZ Top is, if it's not status quo? Because there's a bit of a similar... You know, the um... kind of down-home, boogie kind of... I don't think there is. I don't think there is because... Their whole cowboy vibe is something we don't have we in this country. So it's, I don't think there is a UK version. There's a lot of. And I'll argue that. There is a else. lot of men in this country, though, sort of my dad's generation. Yeah. Who wanted but, to be cowboys. Oh, yeah. But that that kind of thing that they've got has got to come from your soul. It's not a um, off the shelf. So. So when Bon Jovi said, I'm, I'm a cowboy and a steel horse I ride, if he came from like Milton Keynes, it wouldn't be wouldn't be convincing. It w- well, it just wouldn't come from his soul unless he um, was channeling a alternate life, it, a past, like a past life. But I can't... God, why are you asking me such deep questions? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might like to get into it. Um, well, I'm not having a go with Bon Jovi. Jeez. Um, I'm certainly about Bon Jovi. You brought him up. So. Just belching. Sam Mann, the drummer who got fired from Don Costa's M80 for being, quote, too crazy. Um, hey, he only turned a shotgun on the man down the troubadour as landing a starring role in a film. Um, We've been telling you about this film called Heavy Metal Zombie, but it's been renamed as Hard Rock Zombies. Um, so it's gone from heavy metal to hard rock? Yeah. The movie, which should be ready in time to get dragged over some European film festivals in December, sounds as gloriously scuzzy as they come, with at least 30 gratuitously nasty deaths, mm-hmm. including getting whapped by duelling fish blades. Sorry, get what? Get whapped? Whapped. Uh, (laughs) grated by tree trimmers and sliced apart by lunatic midgets. Sam's character gets offed by his girlfriend while trying to make, they're trying to make out in a shower. 
She's already drowned a couple of other bows and cut off their heads to add to her limb collection. Something to go with, something to do with her Nazi background. I missed the beginning of this. What are we talking about? It's a film called Hard Rock Zombies. And right. I'm going to show you the trailer. I mean, it's three minutes. I'll show you a bit of the trailer. Oh. The fullest page on this morning on the way to work. Cut loose, footloose, kick up my zombie shoes. It is very footloose, isn't it? Dunga, 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 dunga. Well, I mean, it's literally footloose. <laughs> I mean, it looks. Um, I enjoyably question whether that was real because that was like you know when you put your head under your shirt and you go oh my head's come off and people be like but, but why have you suddenly got like a head-shaped growth on your shoulders nothing i mean that's always been how my body's looked I'm, criticizing i'm gonna have to let our friends <coughs> at spider reels of steel know about this because it looks like the sort of movie dun, that they would dun, cover dun, 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 dun. Yeah. kevin bacon <laughs> It's Laugh Riot and some spiders, lots of blood. Apparently. Lots of blood, sort of rubber demons. The SS, it looks like. I mean, that looks like Thing. That looks like from... Thing. It really looks like Thing. And all the while, there's a hard rocking band playing. So oh. maybe for next, uh, for the love of horror, we can get a hard rock zombies uh, reunion. Sorted. Yeah. I mean, I've not watched it. Wait, 84. So, there you go. I mean, Looks like it should be the sort of film I'm interested in. <laughs> Check out Hard Rock Zombies, I guess. Um, so in the review section, yeah, we've got an, a review of Ian Anderson, Walk Into Light. Okay. The first solo album from Jethro Tull. It's pretty good. Talking about Christmas. I know. Well, the I best thought, Christmas I thought song. I'd do my Ian Anderson Christmas um, bit. They basically say it's terrible because it's all synthesizers and drum machines. Oh, dear. Um, there's a review of a Hawkwind album, like a compilation album called Zones. They mention um, this song called Sonic Attack, right? The last name cut is a true masterpiece based on the inadequate instructions allegedly offered by the UK government, the ordinary citizen in the case of nuclear attack. It is scathingly effective black humour, proclaiming at one point, if you are making love, then it is advisable to ensure both parties reach orgasm at the same time. Now, I, I remember listening to this because one time I was supposed to be re revising for my GCSEs. Right. And we play, we, some of my friends came around and we played Dungeons and Dragons all day. And of course you did. The guy who was running the game, he bought The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway by Genesis. He thought, he bought Where the Sour Turns to Sweet by Genesis and I think Wind of Wuthering by Genesis. 
And oh god, that's so you. <laughs> a couple of Hawkwind albums, and it had Sonic Attack on it, and it had like Quark's Strangeness and Charm, and uh, I think Warrior at the Edge of Time stuff. And I was so shocked. I was so shocked by that thing about having sex during a nuclear attack because never heard anything like that, and it, it was like what? proper troubling. Do you know what I mean? Like you have with Richard Marks. Hey. I have that with Attack. Right, but mine's makes sense. <laughs> Uh, Mine's someone just goes missing, goes missing, and you can't find them. Yeah, but if imagine just goes missing. Just no, no, just goes missing. Not like they found dead. Nothing, just gone. And people blame you. I mean, I'd rather have that's someone go missing far... than be in a sonic attack. Well, I don't think they're suggesting doing that. Aren't they just suggesting if there's a new attack, quickly have sex? Or, you know, like that would be like. Really, like you'd have to be on it. You're not going to feel horny, are you, in the middle of a sonic attack? Um, would you know? I don't know. I don't know. I hope, I don't I hope this is all hypothetical. Well, it was. It was in the eighties, so we thought, like, oh yeah, you know, nuclear attack at any point. I to- told you, I um really remember those stickers being everywhere. The uh, nuclear no effects. nuclear. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. and like. Having those everywhere in the house, um, because it was a nice little sticker with a face on, but having no clue what nuclear power I mean, I still don't know what it means. Not really. Like I I'd be lying if I said I did. I don't really understand. I know it's bad. Well, you know Chernobyl was bad. I know that's bad. In Armageddon, um I know and in uh Independence Day. Do you think that? No, Independence Day, they go, nuke the bastards. That's um, a Bill Pullman quote. And in uh, Splice It In, it's exactly what I've just done. Um, in Armageddon, when they're on the asteroid and they, they're going to drill down, a spoiler, um, spoiler alert, you haven't watched it, they're going to drill down to put their nuclear weapon in to split it apart so that it doesn't, yeah. you know. Um. I think it's uh, who was it? One of them, one of the team of um... probably Ben Affleck. No, because he's a bit serious. It's Steve Buscemi. Is he? In it that? might be Steve Buscemi, who stands on it and he's like going, "No nukes, no nukes, no nukes," but on the nuclear weapon. It's very funny because that obviously sort, that it's... seems like the sort of thing you get Steve Buscemi to do. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But um, so if I hear that, I, I think of him doing that bit and nuke the bastards. Let me let me see if I can find that on uh, uh, the YouTube's because hundred percent that's it. Well, let's find it on here and okay. put it on uh, our playlist. Nuke them. Let's nuke the bastards. There you go. Oh, I've got the nuke them. There's new yeah, 12, 12, 12 seconds yeah. of Independence Day. <laughs> I'm adding that to the playlist. I like that because his nose is put out of joint and he's just like, fuck him. Fuck him. I wasn't going to nuke him, but now I'm fucking going to because I'm pretty, a sexy shitty, president. Pretty shitty, those aliens, aren't they, in Independence Day? Uh, well, what's their problem? They are, but, oh, God, Independence Day is good. We should watch that again.
I mean, we might have to disagree on that one. Oh, shut your face. What's bad about it? It's good, man. Got Jeff Goldblum in. He plays chess and shit. He's all clever and he solves the world. Does have Jeff Goldblum in? And Will Smith. Yeah. He's problematic. He, um... I always think of it when he goes... Chris Rock. Um, oh, God, yeah. Don't slap Chris Rock. No, 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 no. Um... I mean, oh, God, let's not get into the whole Jada Pinkett Smith goss and Will Smith because this will, this will just turn into a, like, a girls' chat evening and we're meant to be talking about... <laughs> what is her podcast called? Uh, well, she's got Red Table Talk. Yeah. Red Table Talk. It's kind of like a video podcast, well, mainly. Than, yeah, Well, yeah, but it's only on, like, Facebook. Right. Or, I mean, it was. It was on, like, Facebook TV or something weird. Like, you can't get it. Right. Um, But we'll discuss that whole drop, the the tea. We'll we'll talk about the tea after this because, you know, no one wants to hear me going on about. Yeah, we saw Chris Rock We saw Chris Rock, and the first thing he said when he came out was, I'm okay. I love that. And he's getting excited. Busy at times. Yeah, because my hearing's starting to come back. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, but don't hit Chris Rock. That's not. That's not good. Um, oh God, I was going to look something up then, and I forgot. In in the time he told me to pick up my phone, never mind. Nuke the bastards. So in short, nuke the bastards. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Why are we talking about this? Uh, nukes, nuclear power, sonic attack. Oh God! Right, awkward uh, sonic attack. Oh, tenuous as fuck. Okay. Um. So in the news section, <laughs> yeah. watch out for an unholy alliance between Noddy Holder and Ozzy Osbourne. Apparently, mm. the two are hatching plans to do a heavy metal send up of Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson's recent hit single "Say Say oh, Say." That would have. Did they do that? Quote: We haven't decided on what song we'll do yet said Noddy, but as soon as we get drunk enough, we'll definitely do it. Now, Did they? I researched this and it looks like they didn't. It looks like uh. that never happened because I googled Noddy Holder and Ozzy Osbourne and the only thing that came up was a charity single a couple of years ago for like um, sort of war veterans. So, Say 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 is a good song. Yeah. Oh, I said I wasn't going to sing. Sorry. I can't stop myself. It would have been good to hear both of those together on a record, but it looks like they didn't make one. There's there's like a charity single where like Ozzy is reading out like war poetry and like okay. there's like a sort of classical singer singing over the top of it and apparently Noddy's on backing vocals and stuff. But like it's wearing a big top hat with mirrors <laughs> on. But it's Ozzy like now and he sounds like a really old man. You know, his voice sounds all weak and stuff. So it really works, but it's not the kind of when, thing you When want. was this? A couple of years ago. Oh, like right, it's, okay. it's a it's a it's charity for like help the heroes or, or something oh, right, like okay. that. And you know, it's like I'm not making fun of it then. No, it's you know, it's commendable, but it just reminds you how old Ozzy Osbourne is, I guess. But yeah, he never made a he never made a song with Noddy Holder, unfortunately. Oh, they, sh- I mean, I, they should have. Recreated, as I say, like in um, like when James Franco and um, Seth Rogen did, uh huh, honey, that <laughs> yeah. bound to, 
if you haven't watched um, um Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, well, I mean, Kim Kardashian doesn't sing, she's just in the video, but Bound 2 is, uh, it's actually quite a good song. Um, <laughs> it's but, not a good song. It sounds like you've got a cold or something, like you hallucinate. It's just like loads of Oh, bits. yeah, no, it's all over the place. Yeah, but you should like that. You like prog. It's like it's all <laughs> over the place. It's like it's, it's like, don't come at me. It's like a Prince song. It's like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't like, you know, one minute it's an opera, the next minute it's, you know, I'm obviously joking, <laughs> but the Seth Rogen and James Franco version is so, it's so good. It's so I mean, good. Four minutes. I saw those real two estate. Of, groping each um, other. Seth Rogen doing pottery. <laughs> he was like smoking a joint, doing pottery, like <laughs> actual pottery, like, yeah. and like, he was doing some he was something where he's like scraping up the side of this pot, which I'm assuming he made. But like, he, and he obviously is good at it because he didn't fuck it up, yeah. you know. But so yeah, so Seth Rogen does pottery. Who knew? Um. So we've made it to the Motley Crew feature. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's all right. How, it's just like nine hours later, and we're it's all grist for the mill. It's all part of life's rich tapestry, isn't it? Is it sorry. What was the phrase you just used? It's all part of life's rich the, the one before that? Grist for, for the... Grist for the mill? Grandpa, what? Grist for the mill, yeah. Have you never heard that? This is why we need kids, so you can pass down this shit that I'd have to... Like, I, don't, I shouldn't have to listen to this. Like, our, your grandkids should have to listen to this, and I should be able to go, I don't know what we're sort of fucking talking about, but we I have all, to listen to it on my own. We all use, we all use language and terminology we don't understand. Grist for the mill. Grist for the mill, yeah. Grist. Grist. For the mill. Useful experience, material or knowledge, all of this free publicity with grist to the mill. Actually, I don't think I used it correctly. <laughs> okay, let's just forget that. Did you hear him? You said grist for the mill <laughs> wrong. He said, he, like, said he was a proper idiot. He used it in the wrong context. Like, it was just completely wrong. Like, wait till the guys hear about this. Well, I mean, may, may useful experience. Yeah. Am I going to have to put the, <laughs> the whistling wind sound in just there? A, just a bit of a uh, cricket. Shall we, shall we have a bit of Tumbleweed. Motley Crue? They're talking about the song Looks That Kill. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about a woman. This is Nicky mum. <laughs> well, that's about a woman. What women do to you? They get their claws into you, slice you apart. It's a woman's job to fuck with a man's head. So women can screw up a band then. Oh, definitely. You can't live with them and you can't live without them. Preach. Vince. But the girls in LA think much the same as we do. Nikki, sure, everyone's the same. The girls want to fuck the band and the band wants to get laid. Hey, just do it and get it over with. Actually, we get points. Vince. Yeah, you get 10 points for a centerfold type chick, one point for a good looking chick and five demerit points for an ugly one. What? Wait. Wait, why is it one point for like a good looking chick? That seems really weird. Like that jumped really low for no yeah. reason. For fuck's sake, Nikki. crew. At least work on your scoring system. Nikki, but ugly chicks are cool because they'll do anything you want. Anything. Oh, Nikki. Oh, come on. Um is is that your I mean this picture we're looking at now, is that your peak? Because you're you've talked about how good looking Vince Neal is. Yeah. Do you think he's good looking there? Yes. 
He's like Brett Michaels in the same era. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I've never been as good-looking a female as Brett Michaels and Vince Neil. <laughs> Talking of glam bands, yeah. there's a letter Glams. in commu communication. I love how you say that, just to emphasise that it's... <laughs> That it's a uh, spelt with a K because you know Kerrang spelt the K, so that means everything has to apparently because branding, marketing. Why? Why is issue after issue of your paper full of glam bands from overseas, whilst our own ones are pushed into the background? I suppose everyone thinks <laughs> British glam bands are all as bad as the wretched Rothschild and Sacred Alan. Maybe it's Sacred Alien. But there is a band who deserve coverage, Virgin from Leeds. Have you ever oh. heard of Virgin? Virgin, what, as a concept? <laughs> what? They're committed to putting on productions with a sense of style rather than poncing around on stage in seven-foot platforms. Is it a band? Yeah. From Leeds? Yeah. No? Well, it's 1983. Ah, well, I mean, yeah, you know, be. Two and all. Um, there's a letter that calls Fish uh, a stupid Scottish bastard. Oh, dear. It's not nice, is it? Um, we won't get into that. It concerns the Enid. Um, what? So there's some nice photographs for Christmas. There's one of John McCoy. Do you want to describe this picture? Um, it's a... Disembodied head on. Can we tell what that? Really dark picture, so it's hard to tell what's going on. But I think he's about to eat his own head. Is his, it? His head is on the on table, table with tinsel around it. You don't eat tinsel though. Yeah. It looks oh like... no! I think he's meant to be a Christmas pudding. Right. Dif difficult to say. Dif I think he's from Gillen. Okay. Um, there's some quotes. So talking of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, this is called All We Want for Christmas. Santa gets an earful from a host of heavy hopefuls. Okay. Uh, so, Angry Anderson from Rose Tattoo. Do you know Angry Anderson? Um, sang the Sudden, Kylie and Jason. Suddenly. Uh, but he was in a band called Rose Tattoo. Uh, he wants Marielle Hemingway or Joan Jett. Oh, he's just what he wants. Right. Okay. He wants human beings. Okay. Geordie Leach, also from Rose Tattoo, wants a room full of Playboy bunnies. Okay. Well, we can see where this is going. Uh, Vincent Crane, Atomic Rooster, wants Annie Lennox. So, yeah, they're all pretty much <laughs> saying the same things. Pete Way from Wasted, he wants lots of money and lots of drugs. Well, that's better than a human being. Uh, Biff Bifford from Saxon or Byford. Uh, he wants a new brain. Ah. Um, Uli John man. Roth. No, wait, that was a heart. You what? I said, like the Tin Man. And I went, no, that, wait, that's a heart. It was the Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah. Um, Courage. Raven from Newcastle want more gear and sex. Ah. Uli John Roth. really nice. From this. Electric Sun wants, I, I'd like to entertain some visitors from outer galaxies. Oh, my God. We know what that means. Uh, Jesus Christ. There's a picture of Chris Von Rohr from Crocus. He's... 
Captain Santa with a bomb. <laughs> Captain. I mean, that's that's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Santa with a bomb. I mean, I'm just so what you see. Uh, really good catchphrase. That's what that, the answer would be. Uh, Montalo from Witchfind wants an all night session with Lita Ford. Right. So they're all. Th- Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um... I thought, right, if you're in a sort of hard rock band in the eighties, you're just getting constant sex. But from the sound of this, no, like they're all frustrated. <laughs> um, Steve Clark and Phil Collin from De- Def Leppard want Banana Rama. Okay. So that's three people mm. between two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lemmy from Motorhead wants the rest of my life. That way, I won't be disappointed. Which is sort of philosophical, okay. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Paul Sampson from Sampson says, Christmas is the time when you meet all the people you haven't seen all year and don't wish to see until next Christmas. <laughs> right on. Um, I'm all right, everyone. Betsy from the band Bitch, who I'm unaware of, um, wants an obedient slave who can part his hair with his tongue. Right. Even if you had a long tongue, even if you had a long enough tongue that it would reach to the sort of an inch below the back crown of your head, um, why the fuck would you part your own hair? Is that like, is that, I mean, I know it's meant to sound sexual and a bit rude, but in reality, what the fuck? I think it'd have to be really long. I think that's what she's getting at. Just, just say, just say a long tongue. Yeah. Well, just say long tongue. Don't be weird about it. Because I'm now thinking about why well, Why would someone flip their tongue back and part the hair? Like, and a tongue's not the best thing to part your hair. Do you know who's got the longest tongue I've ever seen? Me. Yes. Me, I have. I have. It's me. Almost disturbingly long, your tongue Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Genuinely impressive. Is um, that meant to be a compliment? We've got more song lyrics. Quiet Riot, Metal Health. Are you wearing Metal Health? Bang Your Head. Bang Your Head, Metal Health. It'll drive you mad. Well, I'm frustrated, not outdated. I really want to be overrated. I'm a finder and I'm a keeper. I'm not a loser. I ain't no weeper. Yeah, me too. We have a sing-along. I'm definitely not a loser. I'm definitely not a weeper. I'm 100% a loser and a weeper. Okay. There's a review of... Robert Plant at the Empire Theatre, Liverpool. The greatest shock of all was Robert Plant getting heckled. The mere thought would have been inconceivable in Led Zeppelin days, but here he was fair game. You boring hippie bastard, someone behind me cried as Plant introduced his band. Unthinkable but true. The demigod came down to earth. That was pretty good. You Um, boring hippie bastard. (laughs) Why would you go and see someone and then call them a boring hippie bastard? I mean, trolls existed uh, pre-internet, but um, like if if someone's biggest insult to me was you're boring and you're hippie, it's like mm, yeah, like what weird hippie is like massively exciting. Like what hippie has totally missed like the memo and gone like I'm just gonna be one of these hippies who's just ah like I'm going against everything that you know, hippie should be, and I'm just going to fucking... Ah. Yeah, because I'm meant to be a fucking born hippie. And if you know who Robert Plant is, you know he's a hippie. 
I mean, that's his no, main it's thing. It's not a fucking insult. So in singles reviews, yeah. Bark at the Moon, Ozzy Osbourne. Nice. Imagine there was a time when people didn't know that song. Um, the, I t- for I told my you money, about the time I bought that, didn't I? In Disneyland. Yeah. Well, Universal Studios, I think it was, but and it had spiders in the night. <laughs> what drew you to the song "Spiders in the Night"? It's on the album. But like, why? Why do you? Because that's a that's a. It's a good song. That's, that's a favorite of yours, isn't it? It's a good I don't song. think it was a single, was it? It's just a good song. I've never heard it until you put it on a <laughs> compilation CD for me. Really? Yeah. I've heard a compilation CD for you. Yeah. I think the first one you ever did for me was spiders. Oh, I've got really good taste on <laughs> One of the lines is incy wincy danger, isn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, maybe Ozzy just does not like spiders. Um, okay. Oh, listen to that as an opening, though. I mean, that's why you like it. And it only gets better from there. Listen to it. This is the good for your Halloween playlist. Yeah. This is the good playlist. Banger, absolute grade A banger. Uh, so if you like spiders and you like Ozzy Osbourne. Everyone likes spiders. Check out and sp- everyone likes Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, do you want to hear a personal ad that I liked? And that album's got so tired on. Because since I heard that, every time I'm literally, literally, anytime I think I'm tired, I think, I am so tired, so tired. Every. every I think every single time, every single time I felt tired in between when I went and bought the album, which was when I was about 16, 17, to now, which is about 100 years later. Um, this is romantic, sexy song. Oh, there's an official music video. I am so tired, so tired. 
he talks about that in um Fargo Rock City, doesn't he? Does he? Like he he I think he sees that as one of the key texts of Ozzy Osbourne. It's like he's Ebenezer Scrooge in this video. I mean, this, this, is, this is Christmassy. This is Christmassy. It's, it's like a branch with a bauble on there. This, yeah, it is like he's a metal Scrooge. <laughs> oh, metal Scrooge would be a good title. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fucking, the opera or he's like just tired, man. London he's just dark. like everyone now, where he's just tired. You know, he's like, I'm just tired. Good Why hair. have you done something like big this week? No, I'm just tired. Got ballerinas. I just had a weekend. I had a normal weekend. I had some washing to do. I had loads of things I didn't even get round to. I'm just tired. He looks like Bonnie He Tyler. looks like Kelly Osborne there. Don't I? Like, I know that's obvious because it's his daughter. But do you think that face then looked just like her? Not that one. When he was on stage? Yeah. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Of course. And he's got the same mannerisms because, you know, they're, they're obvious, you know. Do you, remember, do you remember when you complained that your dad would never record a version of changes with you when you know he did a version with <laughs> I love you daddy <laughs> and that's a, that's perhaps funny, not his finest moment that's a funny song Unintent that's a funny song if I made a video with my dad people would be like that's funny that's funny what, do you, what song do you think your dad and you would bond over enough to do a cover version. That's a really good question. It is, isn't it? Um, maybe some by ABBA. Oh, he likes ABBA. He likes ABBA. Yeah. Or maybe some Body Holly or ABBA, I imagine, <laughs> something. Which ABBA song? I mean, it depends whether you th I'm in control of the situation. You are. Ring, ring. Okay. Well, when we sit with seeing him this ring. week. Ring, ring. <laughs> well, ask him if you like, well, ask I'll him what his favourite ABBA song is. I'll pass his dance moves. Yes, let's do that. And if it's ring, ring, then we know. Oh, my God, please film me and Dad just doing some bit of ring, ring. This this might I mean, be the that's best thing. Be the this, next podcast. this might be the best thing ever. Because he'll do it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so do you want to hear a personal ad? Yeah. So this is is it a Christmas one? Classified. Two loonies. Oh. Twenty one into most music, especially Genesis. Right, right. Need two sincere mad girls. In Monkland, Glasgow area for fun, laughs, etc. Alcoholics preferred. Send silly photo if possible. Right. <coughs> Lots unpacked there. I think <laughs> it's, yeah, most music, on. and they mentioned Genesis, is you've gone, I like everything, especially burgers. It's, um, yeah. Uh, what's your problem with Genesis? I have no problem with Genesis. 
I just think if you're going to say you like most music, but then you really specifically say Genesis, then what you mean is you like Genesis, and then basically you'll listen to other stuff, but you probably don't like it. And if anyone says anything else other than Genesis, you're probably going to go, you're wrong. I bet those two will be like, you're wrong. If you say, I they like just, something. They just especially like Genesis. Okay. But you're a Genesis fan, so it's it's this isn't a fair argument. I... I'm a Genesis fan. I mean, are we all? We all are. But I don't think most people are, but... No, they are. It's like... Oh, don't get me started. But I was going to say, it's like people who say... You if know, you say Christenberg. No, I was going to say, who don't eat vegan food, but then sometimes they do by accident. Everyone likes a Genesis song, whether you know it or not. And 100%. That's true. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. You lived in this world long enough. You've got ears. You hear music. You'll have heard a Genesis song and you'll have liked it. Because it's they're like under confusion. Well, they're like Prince in that they've got enough styles of songs that there's going to be a song that fits in with what you gravitate to normally. So you don't have to like a particular type of music to like them, but it. You know, like it's like when people say they don't like Prince, it's like, well, that like, literally makes no sense because what you're saying is you don't like music. Then. Yeah, if you because, don't like Prince, what the <clears throat> fuck are you doing? Well, because, you know, you can have a pop song, you can have a prog song, you can have a rock song, you can have a ballad, you know, it, funk song, you can have anything in between. Reggae, all blue of those. light. But so, so it doesn't make sense. But Genesis are like that, aren't they? That they, you know, have a lot of different sounding mm-hmm. songs that, I wouldn't believe you if you said you didn't. Well, I mean, it's a good job we're married because. Because what? Why are you going to divorce me for saying that? Well, no, because like, <coughs> you sort of. You're justifying my love of Genesis. Well, you know, like growing up, I always thought when I heard Genesis songs is they were dad rock. Because yeah. that's what it, it seemed like to a, yeah, a person my age. Yeah. But then, obviously, as you get older and you realise, actually, you know, they're, they're bangers. But then they've got, like, you know, like, ripples. I oh, mean, I'm let not... me put ripples on the playlist. Ripples is, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a song to get you in the it's party mood. fucking amazing you know, piece you, of music. Mate. You, you wallow a lot on your existence in the world and how long you've got left, but... Uh, it's a good song. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think there's enough there that I wouldn't really believe you if you said you didn't like them. Unless you just don't like the tone of the voice, and that's something you can't yeah, – that's fine. Yeah, you know, unless that's... Phil Collins winds you up. But even so, it doesn't sound like Phil Collins. It doesn't – you know, like – You're so... listening to the Genesis cat. I mean, some of the weirder stuff I, I'd – I don't understand, you know, like when you, you know, when you made me go and see that thing and he was like that bollock man and it was all really weird and it was going on and for like, I was there nine hours later and he was still like that. I, I hate all... that costume. Like I hate it with a passion. I, I sort hate of feel it, a bit hate guilty. it. I, you should feel guilty because that, like, that was abuse. Subjecting you to the waiting room, which is basically 10 minutes of just noise. Thank you. 
but I fucking love that shit. Oh no, yeah, I'm sure you do. But yeah, it was it was um probably difficult to pass if you never heard any of that stuff before because it's but, a double but album. This the, but this is the thing. So you made me go to another one before that, which had ripples on, they and it ripples, was yeah. much more normal human music that you understand <laughs> as human music. Whereas obviously the Bollock Man was like the. I mean, but I have a thing where I just it's like. I have an aversion to certain things and I can't just get over it and listen to the, you know, I can't appreciate the music for the music because there's a big bollock man on the... We need we need to add context. Um, you don't need to. No, we um, went to see the musical box who were a French-Canadian Genesis tribute I'm band. not having to go with them. They do... They like, were very good at what they like do. period-accurate versions of Genesis concerts. They played The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway all the way through. Bollock Man is the Slipper Man, uh, and he comes out and he does look. He like ain't a wearing no. Right, he's not wearing slippers, and he looks like a bollock. So you, so, yeah, you, think... you give him a name quickly. <laughs> hmm, what should we call him? <laughs> oh God, I do love the Slipper Man. Um, but what is so awful? It's so awful. It's like furries. It's like grown men dressed as babies. It's like Mr. Soft. It's it's everything that's unpleasant in the world. Well, he's meant to represent like a Mr. Soft, though. like a Ugh. hedonistic, yeah, no, sort no, of gluttonous. But that's not what I see. Is it? It's like yeah, but it's not made flesh. It's like the kind of physical embodiment of all your kind of worst desires and kind of gross. But I'm a nice person. You are a nice but, person. So why aren't I the embodiment of nice person? You are. Oh, you. Whereas, you know, the slipper man is like everything that's bad about humanity, all in a kind of big, pustulant, gross, bollock man form. SMH. SMH. <laughs> There's a review. I'm too young. There's a review of Thriller by Michael Jackson. Oh my God. And it looks like. That hot new song. uh, He's gone to see. This is Chris Welsh, the writer. um, He's gone to see Thriller at a local Empire Leicester Square Theatre, where the Thriller video was premiered recently. Wow. And he just describes, you know, the first five minutes of the video. But I remember that being on Channel 4, being very excited. And I think that was the first horror anything I watched, you know, because it's directed by John Landis and it's Mm. very much based on an American werewolf in London and stuff. If anyone did used to, speaking of pen down, um, play on the acorn. Which we were. Yeah, we were. And um, used to play um, Fireball. He was Fireball. But it put an acorn Fireball onto anything online. But the... um, uh, so they used um, sound effects on that. It was basically like the, one of those typical games where you have a bat on the bottom and it, yeah, 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 fires up and you um, fire stuff. And it had, um, oh my god, brilliant! Um, and it had the laugh from Thriller, but it also had take me down to the paradise. <laughs> Oh my god, can we play it? Oh wait, see wait, see if he loses. Wait, you need to hear like the 
background noises for when something happens. Sounds like Blue Monday. No, this is the one because it's. And then if you if you missed it, it was <laughs> that laugh, you know. But better than what I just did. Uh, no, no. Well, it's obviously not the right one. Right, this feels more like it. Wait till he loses. He. You can edit a lot of this out, obviously. <laughs> I mean, this reasons. is going to be a hard edit. Oh, piss right off. Thriller. Yeah. And I probably didn't realise that what I was listening to was Guns N' Roses. <laughs> For some reason, Acorn Archimedes gaslighting me into thinking that I why would I why would I imagine this and it's not like back in the day where you had weird versions of other things like maybe you did no I didn't it was fireball and it was on the acorn when you enter your name into the high score table it plays a snippet of paradise city by guns and roses there's also a nice maniacal laugh when you lose a life I'm not sure where the programmer got that from <coughs> see Thriller. Thriller! When you press pause, the game plays a snippet of Frankie Goes to Hollywood Relax. I don't remember that, but... Well, we'll have to see if we can find it. Yeah. But um, well, that, that person backs you up. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, there's an old article about Trevor Rabin from Yes, but I think we're ready to wrap up. Okay, oh, yeah. You're losing your voice. Lo did you have a deep cut? I, I did. Uh, it's not that deep a cut. Yeah, but they don't need to be deep. They just need to be. I cuts. I I think this falls into the category. It's not. Or no, the bursts. Um, <laughs> it's an advert, so forget that. I I I know this. I just think it's a, possibly a song that other people might have forgotten. Is basically. No, that's good. That's what you want. Come get you! Can't stop this thing started. Yeah, it's good, so and it's a good song. It's a good song. And um, he's rock. He's got a guitar. Yeah, Canadian. And this was like from a million years ago, so it falls into like category. In twenty twenty three, this is a deep cut. I think, yeah, okay. But it's a good song. And if you listen to it, you'd be like, oh, actually, yeah, this is a good song. And might, imagine when you're driving and this comes on the radio, you'd be like, this is a good, this is a good day. No, no. I was just trying to think of a deep cuts because you sent me a message saying deep cuts. And... Um, right. What year is... Can't stop this thing we started from. Um, I am Superman and I can fly. You won't stop me, baby. Don't even try. I'm going one way. Your way. Mm, it's such a strong way. Let's make it our way. Baby. 91. 91. 91, 91. Okay. 100, 100, apparently 100 years ago. Well, we'll maybe get to Brian Adams' career in 91. Go on, get Because I've got some magazines from 91. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's not a million miles away from what we're talking about. So 
it's Christmas time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope you have a very metal Christmas. Wait, is this the last one before Christmas? No, well, no, I want to do another one because I've got another oh, okay. Christmas crown. So I don't have to wish people Merry Christmas. <laughs> but this is Christmas period. So is Christmas. Mm. You fucking love Christmas. I know I do. All right. So stay metal. Stay positive. Stay, stay Brian Adams. Stay, everyone... Stay a bit more Brian Adams. Um, uh, watch out for Spider Man. Watch Lost Boys. And Superman. Listen to Ripples. For... Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So watch Lost Boys. Listen to Ripples. Listen to Brian Adams. Just have a really good time. And um, Merry Christmas. You're follow welcome. us on Instagram. We'll put post. We'll put pictures. And on there. go and have a look at that guy's um, comic book um, recreation from the Lost Boys page because yeah. you might just know someone. Like, I don't know comics, but I know you who knows comics. So okay. you might just know someone who knows the answer to this, and you'll, like, make this guy's year if yeah. you can find out which one it is. So, so Lost Frog Comics. Go and have a look at that and see, um, and just think there might be someone in your life who might know the answer. Even if it's like, um, you don't have to know comics. Like, you know, you, your could dad be or grandpa could, might know. Yeah, it could be might, a film logo that one yeah. magazine. Yeah, because it looks like a photo. It looks like a photo of like five or four or five people, doesn't it? A bit like the Breakfast Club. It's not the Breakfast Club, obviously. Yeah. But have a look. Go and have a look. Um, if you're on social media but you don't like Instagram and you don't like Blue Sky or Threads, you should like Instagram. Though. We've we've got a Facebook page now. We've got a Facebook page. We said we'd never do it. Wait, but- no, we didn't. Well, I said I'd never do it, oh. but then I thought, well, maybe the age range that would be interested in this show oh, you fucking boomer talking about might actually be more on Facebook. So. At midnight tonight, Meta's gonna take all your photos. <laughs> I, I do not give I consent not, to Mark Zuckerberg to take my photos. Yeah, make sure you post. Uh, Click a share very and long like. paragraph about how Mark Zuckerberg does not. Uh, life, but obviously, otherwise, oh, if, you, bless. if your gran is into White Snake, just send her this link because we're her new favorite podcast. So, everyone's grand into White Snake because, spoiler, we're grand's age. <laughs> Stay metal. Bye. Wow.